What is real? How do you define real? real? Like everyone else, you were born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. A prison for your mind. The Fashion Matrix Podcast with Pablo Mentor. Wake up and be free. Welcome, everyone, to the Fashion Matrix Podcast. Man, today, today, I'm super fucking excited. You guys know that I always bring you the best, the top of the top, the cream of the cream. And this time, it's nothing but the same. I'm bringing you the best someone that I've known for quite a while now. I've done some other podcasts with him. And shit, I think I've, I've never done a, a seminar with him, but... That man, I'm probably gonna have to bring him, bring his ass to Mexico because of the things that I'm doing right now. But right now, I'm very excited to bring the creator of Built from Pain. He's an entrepreneur, a successful businessman, um, a successful investor in real estate as well. He started, I think, as a real estate agent, but he's doing so many things right now that I, I can't keep up with him. I don't even know what the fuck he's doing now. But all I say is making his move with money. And the thing that I love about him also is he's building other people, making them money. And that is something that I appreciate and I admire the fuck out of it. Because if you are wealthy, but you can make another person become wealthy as well. Man, I love that. So without any further ado, I want to bring back my friend, my good brother, Jose Rodriguez. What's going on, man? Brother. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the introduction. It's good to be here. Uh, I've learned so much from you. And uh, man, it's been a long time, right? Like, uh, I know the last time that we spoke, so many things are different now, right? Uh, so I'm happy to be here, brother. You know, uh, I appreciate the introduction. I am doing so many fucking different things now that it's incredible. Uh, like, I just partnered up with uh, one of my brothers. And, and that's the thing. Like, you were, you were speaking about sales. And, and before we started recording, we were talking about sales. And you know, I, I don't think people understand the value of when you understand how to communicate and when you understand how to sell, because my friend, uh, he runs a marketing company, right? Tech savvy, knows all that shit. Me, I don't know any of that, you know, like that's his shit. Like, bro, I, I'm not interested, but he knows, he knows his shit when it comes to like building a website, you know, funneling leads, all this other stuff. So I just recently partnered up with him because he was like, well, I have this system, but I'm going to need help selling it. I was like, okay, well, I, I can sell it, but I don't have the system. <laughs> so then, boom, <laughs> business. So, yeah, bro, everything you said is true. And, and, you know, when you get to a specific level and you build your skill, there are so many opportunities that are available to you. And it's a beautiful thing. So I'm happy to be here, bro. I'm, yeah, I'm happy right, to talk man. about whatever you want me to talk about, man. Shit, man, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you. I appreciate your hustle and your energy, the energy, the energy that you bring uh, uh, every time I see your on your social media, the feed of your social media. I recommend, I mean, of course, I'm going to share all your social media and everything over here, right? But I highly recommend everyone listening to this, especially if you're a young person. I highly, highly recommend for you to go check him out and check his social media because not only it will make you a better man, as a man, I think I see you as a as a, as a builder of, of true manliness. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that we're it's getting lost now nowadays, man. Pff, shit. 
So before we get, I mean, I want to get started on something that we were talking about uh, before we, we started recording this. So this podcast, I want to bring you because of your business mindset and sales. How about we start? How about you tell us how you got started into business? Did you did you start it in sales? Like what was your first job? Did, did you first start like selling some shit or and with that, how how important sales has been in your in your career and in building your, your success, bro? Yeah, that's a great question, bro. Uh, so number one, the first thing that I'll say is everybody needs to understand how to sell everybody, mm -hmm. because if you're not a salesperson, let's say, or you're not, you know, you're not real estate salesperson, or you're not a, a auto auto salesperson, you need to understand how to sell yourself. Even as a man, for you to sell yourself to the opposite sex so that you can mate and, 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 you know, go beyond your own existence and transcend and have kids, you have to be able to sell yourself. So then for me, brother, you know, I'll go ahead and pick it up here in a little bit. Let me go ahead and backtrack and, and start off where I started. Right. Yeah. So my first job as a salesperson was selling dope on the streets. <laughs> that was my first job, bro. So, <laughs> you said that, it, you heard the fucking fashion matrix. That's what's up. Oh man. I love that. That was, <laughs> that was my first job. And I mean, even before that I was a, you know, I was a, waiter at Dave and Buster's. And, and that's kind of where I picked up on like some of the people skills because I was trained to understand how to treat people, right? Like for example, just simple stuff, right? Like if a couple walks in, you know, I'm, I'm obviously a man. So instead of talking to the girl, talk to yeah. the man so that mm. he feels respected and yeah. also she feels respected and she feels comfortable, right? So I started picking up on all these little things when I was uh, a, a waiter, which is a good job for any young man that is looking to, you know, build becoming a waiter, it teaches you a lot about understanding, you know, people talking to people. So that inspired me to kind of get the ball rolling. Shortly after that, I started doing a telemarketing sales, multi-level marketing job. It was some bullshit, bro. It was some, it was some fucking bullshit. <laughs> how, how, how many phone calls did you make when, when you were there? Bro, I didn't, I didn't take that shit serious. I was in a point in my life where I was just looking to kind of like, I was dabbling across many yeah, things, right? Absolutely. I was just absolutely. like, man, you know, I'm young. I don't really know exactly, you know, I know I'm going to be fucking rich. I know I'm going to be successful. I know I'm going to make something out of myself, but I'm not necessarily sure what the fuck I'm doing right now, right? I got some ideas, but let me fucking pick this shit up and, and see how this goes. And so that's what I was doing. So okay, okay. real quick, while I was working at Dave and Buster's, I took on, and this is going to, make sense to a lot of you guys because this is the mindset and the attitude that you have to have towards life yeah. when i was working at the dave and busters uh as a waiter i i started this company it was a multi-level marketing company where we sold like services right like you know yeah. telephone services or cable services and things like that right gas and electric services and they were having a big seminar in north carolina so I was very involved with this business because I saw a lot of people that were successful. The guy came out here with a fucking Ferrari and California license plates in New York. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? The fucking president, right? Yeah. So then this guy's here, you know, and I'm like, okay, this motherfucker's young. He knows what he, he sounds like. He knows what he's talking about. Sounds, I don't know, yeah. you know? So then I meet him and this guy's a great salesperson. Mm -hmm. Great salesperson. It doesn't even matter if the product is fucking trash. 
he sold me on becoming a part of that company. So I was, to me, bro, I was just, I, I just, I was like, all right, this makes so much sense. Even though I, I honestly think that that whole system was fucking garbage. You know, <laughs> certain people made money, but it's, it's a multi-level marketing company. If you have any idea of, of what that is, it's, it's, you yeah. know, it's kind of sketchy. Cool. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I feel you, man. Yeah. So they were having a big seminar though, either way. And, and this actually translates to everything else that I've done in my life and, and how I've been so successful. Right. They were having a big seminar in North Carolina. Yeah. And my boss at Dave and Buster's told me I couldn't go. What? And, uh, yeah, it was a Saturday. Wow. And again, I was fucking, I was doing great. My sales, you know, when it comes down to, you know, the sales as a waiter, I was doing fucking awesome. But he was like, nah, man, you can't go. You can't go because uh, we need somebody at this day, this day, whatever. I never fucking called off, bro. But the one day I needed it, he told me that I couldn't go. So I was like, bro, listen, I'm just trying to be nice. I'm letting you know that I'm going. So yeah. whatever happens when I get back, that's in your hands, but I'm going. <laughs> and uh, he didn't like that, but I didn't give a fuck because look, I'm young. I'm, I'm going to take as many fucking chances as I can. And I saw this as a big opportunity. So regardless of what the fuck it was, it was a phenomenal experience. Went out there, right? Drove fucking 10 hours. It was like three of my boys. We were all fucking, fucking high off Red Bulls and shit to, to just make it out there. So we made it. And, you know, while I was there, you know, that's the biggest thing that I'll take from it. That decision shows the content of the quality of men that I am. Because a lot of people I know would see that and say, fuck, yo, bro, I can't go because this isn't that. Yeah. And it's like, you got to be able to take those risks so that you can learn from life and you can ascend to a higher level. So whatever, yeah. I went to the seminar, came back and uh, I learned a lot of shit, but I didn't necessarily look what ended up happening with that company, bro. I sold yeah. my, my, I think I sold like one of my parents, uh, a, a phone bill or some shit like that okay. and uh, a, fo a phone service and uh they were like oh well you know i don't know what's happening with my phone like i'm not connecting it ended up being slower and i'm just like yo what am i selling you know what, what, what the fuck am i selling here like i'm just telling them what they taught me you yeah. know and uh i didn't really like what i was doing at, at that point because i was like okay well the phone service sucks i call customer service they're not getting back to me uh, they're never returning my calls. So I was like, okay, well, you know what? I don't like this. I actually don't fucking like this. And I want yeah. to stop doing this right now. So then uh, I stopped doing that because I want to be able to sell something, right? That, uh, that I actually can stand behind. And that's yeah, a big yeah. principle that I want everybody to understand. If you don't 100% believe in what you're selling, stop fucking selling that shit because you're not going to be able to accumulate the volume of sales that you want because you're not going to be a hundred percent in. Yeah. I was okay. I, I, I stopped selling that. Right. And, uh, when I became a real estate agent down the line, mm -hmm. I a hundred percent knew that I was providing a valuable service to the marketplace. Right. And because I knew that, because I knew that I was offering value, right. I know, just just understanding the product which is a main thing about sales understanding the product right and a lot of the times you're the you are also part of the product which is why Paolo also talks a lot about dressing and looking the part yeah. right presentation is huge 
So I started, you know, in the real estate business and I a hundred percent believed in what I was selling because I knew the stats, right? For sale by owners or people that rather sell their own houses by themselves, they typically sell 12% to 24% less than when they sell it with an agent. So I was just, yeah. So I was educating myself on the facts and okay, boom, I understood my product. Now I understood what I was selling. All I had to do was just get the experience about going out into the field, right? And pa- and practice my communication, practice my language. Yeah, um, yeah. First year I did eight transactions. Second year I became rookie of the year, sold over $6 million worth of real estate. And, uh, you know, shortly after that, I started buying more properties. Now I scaled up to 33 units, done over six flips. Uh, I also run a model agency. Uh, partnered up with my brother. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of shit, bro. Partnered up with my bro, Vinny. Uh, in the marketing so but it all started from me being a hundred percent confident in myself and creating a life for me that i can actually fucking sell because i don't want to do anything that i'm not proud of and everything that i was doing before that was just like it, it didn't feel right so when i got into the right business and i did things the right way everything just made sense just ex- exploded so is it fair to say that the first thing is you got to be committed, right? If you're committed, you don't give a fuck what happens. If it rains, if it snows, you know you're going to make it, right? You know you have to be there. Like you mentioned, you you went to that seminar. Even if you were going to, that meant you were going to lose your job, which I don't know how old were you at that time, but it probably meant like, ah, oh, damn, I'm not going to have a job. I'm not going to be able to get get with the ladies and shit and, you know, go outside and, you know, you know what it is. You know how it is when you're young, right? But you didn't give a fuck. So that, that that I think that's the first step, right? Just be committed. And then you mentioned, man, you mentioned so many different beautiful things. But I want to bring bring back a couple of them. The next thing that that got stuck into my mind is um, you got to believe in what you're selling, right? You got to. I don't want to say it like that because everyone knows you're gonna be sold on that, right? Sell or be sold. Yeah, I mean, the, everybody knows what I'm talking about. The motherfucker knows his shit. I'm not gonna mention his name, but everybody knows what I'm talking about. But yeah, you're right. You have to be able to be sold on your product, right? Otherwise, I mean, you experience it on your own. That the fact that you were going through the the motions and the and the speech to 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 sell a product that it was a piece of shit of product, right? But you were making the 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 the, the I mean, the transactions were there. You were selling it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and and. Bro, like the, the thing is, is like when I started in real estate, that's when I really started to understand the sales industry because I was learning from from a, a very good coach and he's a friend of ours. Yeah. And uh, it all started with understanding language, understanding sounds, understanding body language, understanding colors, understanding yeah. all of the shit you talk about, bro. That's when it happened. Man, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, because I think us as, as professional salesmen, I, I'm fucking proud as shit as calling myself. Yeah, I'm an image consultant, but I'm a salesman. First, I'm a salesman, right? I sell the shit out of anything, man. I'll, I sell myself. I sell everything. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually proud of that. And I think there's another question that I want to ask you. What do you think about people that are a little bit scared? Because this is something that I'm seeing in the market here in my country, right? That it's almost like, oh, well, I don't have the doctor's degree. I'm not a fucking engineer. And when they're entering into the sales world where, man, most of the 
some of the most wealthiest people in the world are, are, are salespeople, right? And this is something that I see all the time. Hey, I, I see someone driving a Ferrari. I just saw that uh, last week and I approached him and hey, dude, what's up, man? It's a beautiful car. How do, what do you do? Like, how do you got into that? And he told me I'm a salesman. I was like, damn, that's what's up. But before we get into that, bro, I wanted to, to emphasize something that you talk about, especially for the young people listening to this. You know, there's a lot of people that are kind of stuck in, in, in finding the right way, right? Like, oh man, I don't find myself in this job. Am, should I leave it or should I stay here? And I'm not happy, I'm not fulfilled, but maybe this is a part of the job. And you mentioned it, right, bro? You said, well, you know, I was kind of dabbling into different, in different jobs. You were sure, you were sure that you were going to make it, but you didn't know how you were going to make it, right? What, what, what job or what position or what business was going to give you all the wealth that you have right now. So what do you have to say to young people out there that are still struggling, finding their way in, into the right business in quotes, if that, if that even exists? Yeah. Yeah. So the first thing that I will say is that, you know, it's okay to feel the way that you feel because you probably don't have enough people around you that have introduced certain models of the world or certain models of business or certain models of way about, you know, making money that mm -hmm. you don't necessarily know because you don't know what you don't know. Right. So what I would say to you is get into the right rooms where people are talking about, it could be many different things. For me, I'm grateful that I had a brother who was already doing real estate and he already owned his first multifamily property. So for me, it was like, okay, well, I know that he's doing real estate. He's successful at it. I asked him a question. Uh, I was actually working with my other brother who hooked me up as a land surveyor before I got my real estate license. And I asked my brother a question because I knew that I was gonna get into real estate I was just, again, like unsure when, when should I pull the trigger? I was in fucking limbo okay. because I was also earning some good money working as a land surveyor, right? And for the people that don't know what a land surveyor is, is these are the people that go out to your property and measure your, your what you have in the property, identify what you have in the property. If you have a well, they'll locate it for you, let you know where it is, a septic, whatever. Like they locate what's on your property. If you're building an addition and you need the measurements for outside, They'll put the points down so you can see where it's going to go. That's what I was doing. And I was earning decent money. Um, but then I had a conversation with my, with my oldest brother and I was like, bro, like I want to own my first property. You know, like I actually, I actually want to own my first property. Like, what do I have to do? And he's like, mm -hmm. you know what? You just, uh, between you and, and your brother, Kevin, save up 10 grand each. And, and you know, that that's going to be enough to get you guys into the, into your first property. Right. So. Um, what did I do? I was working on this job, right? It was from 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. And also another, man, there's so many things that I can fucking unpack for you guys here. Before I was even going to work, right, at that job, like uh, before I was, I clocked in, something that I knew that was very important was mindset. Yeah. Mindset is very important. So I understood that mindset was, was so important that I would wake up every single day before clocking in right at 4 30 to 4 45 a.m in the morning and i'm still doing it to this day go on my instagram look at my recent story you'll see it still <laughs> to this day i'm doing it 
The only difference is that I'm at a bigger fucking house and my lifestyle is a little bit different, but the habits are very consistent, right? Uh, four or five years later, right? So I would go to the gym at 5 a.m. I would go to the office at 7 a.m. and work from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m., sometimes 6 p.m., sometimes 7 p.m., depending on how much overtime my boss will let me do because I wanted to, to, to save up that $10,000, yeah. right? While I was going into the office, there was a lot of the times where I could have maybe listened to a podcast. So yeah. I had a specific podcast that I listened to regarding real estate. Every single time that I had the opportunity to educate myself, that's what I would do. I would be in the car, listening to that podcast, listening to that audiobook, listening. And, and what I really liked about this specific podcast is that it mm -hmm. talked about people's experiences on how they got into their first property, what they had to do, their trials and tribulations. So I was listening and, and educating myself and, and consulting with my brother who was in the business for like a fucking year and a half until wow. I bought my first property. And by the time that that came, I was very educated. I managed to save the 10 grand yeah. and I was capable of purchasing my first property. But it's so crazy because, um, real quick, brother. Yeah. It's so crazy because by the time that I ended up saving up that money, how long did it take you to, 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 to get to that 10, 10 grand, bro? So in a year and a half, I managed to save up 16 K. Oh, damn. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I bought a, a fly ass Audi stick shift. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, bro. I was pimping. I was pimping, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I managed to save up that money and, um, when I saved up that money, you know, I was already in the process of buying my first property and yeah. it ended up coming from a resource of mine. It, it's just crazy, bro. Cause I got, I, I put myself in a situation where I was so educated about the product. I was so educated about what I wanted to do in real estate and how to go about buying that first property that yeah. I ended up buying my first property with no money down. And ah, damn. Yeah. That's yeah. smart. That's so smart. I had, and here's the thing too, for all the young folks and anybody, anybody that's listening, I had friends at the time that were in a similar situation, meaning they had the capability of being where I was at. Because for me, I'm the type of person that, Hey, if you show me that you want it, I'm, I want to share something with, you, you know, I want to help you out. I want to grow with you, bro. Yeah. But there were certain people that, well, majority of the people besides my brother, yeah. you know, they, they weren't about it. You know, they, they weren't really about it. They were just dreamers. They just kept talking about things, but never did anything. Right. So then what I ended up doing a year and a half, right. I had 16 K saved in the account. I had so much real estate knowledge that I was capable of buying my property, my first property, no money down. And the people that I was at first, like saying like, yo, like, this is what it is. This is what you got to do. Cause they were also interested, but again, dreamers, right? They're yeah. always interested. They always have something to say. Um, at that point, they were fucking broke. They had no knowledge about real estate or, or anything. And uh, I kept telling them like, yo, like, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Like, you should listen to this, you should do this. But they didn't listen to any of the things that I said. Their excuse was, oh, when, when I have the money, then I'll go ahead and start educating myself on this. And I'm just like, okay, 
this and talking about sales, we all have belief systems, right? Yeah. And this person sold himself on this belief system that was incorrect because of the incorrect people that he had in his life. Thankfully, mm -hmm. I had the right guidance in my life. For example, my oldest brother who already owned an asset and all I had to do was make the commitment just like I did when I was at Dave and Buster's and I made that commitment. All I had to do was make the commitment. And because I made the commitment in the right vehicle, shit, look at me now, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so here's another question then, man. Uh, well, I mean, you mentioned that, I mean, mindset is very important, right? Which is something I, I think people, sometimes they're just looking for that quick fucking, uh, you know, magic bullet. And, 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 and when you tell them, for example, in one of your seminars, right? Because we, you and I talk a lot about mindset, actually. Yeah. But people that are just barely new with this shit, you know, coaching and all that, to them it's kind of new, right? Well, mindset, what do you mean by, um, about mindset? Like, give me the right uh, question so I can sell a ton of fucking houses, right? And, well, I mean, I want to see your input on that because I always tell them, dude, I mean, no amount of money, no amount of, of uh, communication, com communication skills, no amount of, you know, how fly you look, if you don't have that mindset, you'll lose it within a second, which, which is something that we see every day with fucking rock stars, uh, uh, TV stars and all that shit. They get a lot of money and then boom, they lose it because they don't have the right mindset, right? So you mentioned the mindset. I want, I want you to expand on that and then also connecting with the right people, yeah. right? Because that's very fucking important. So would you, would you elaborate on that a little bit more? Absolutely. So let's say for example you were starting uh you were starting a commitment right and you said i'm gonna do this for 30 days straight right i want to lose weight so i'm not going to eat any sugars for the next 30 days let's say that was the diet right i'm not a fucking nutritionist but i'm just gonna say that that was a diet right and you didn't have the, the a strong enough mindset to commit to that well what happened is is you would start day one maybe it'll go well Day two, okay, you're sticking through it. Day three, it's a little rough. Day four, your burger, your your, your friend slides you a fucking burger, and you're like, oh, I don't know, maybe maybe I gotta eat this shit. And day day five, you're you're already fucked up. Why is that? Because you didn't have a strong enough mindset to stick to your commitments. There are a lot of things that you can do to strengthen your mindset, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll just mention a few of the things that I do. For example, cold showers. I, I fucking love doing cold showers and I'll tell you guys why when you do a cold shower you're testing yourself because your mind is literally telling you that you're about to die literally you you have like you don't know what's going on and your body doesn't know what's going on yeah. but because shock. yeah exactly but because you understand that you're gonna be okay and the pain is gonna go just by you enduring that uncomfortability is gonna make you stronger so let's say, for example, now you can endure that uncomfortability of taking that cold shower. How much easier would that be to translate that specific skill into a 30 day commitment? Same thing with a fast, right? You do a three day fast, spring water only three day fast. You knowing that you have to eat, right? Or, or that not you have to, but you want to eat. Yeah. And then you, you, you basically force yourself and discipline yourself not to, and you make it through those three days. You're going to learn a lot of shit about yourself that I simply cannot fucking teach you. 
Yeah. Because it's it's regardless of the words that I can find to communicate what you will learn, you will never truly know until you experience it, right? So with mindset, you have to put yourself to the test and you have to go through adversity and, and through certain things that are going to mold your mind into being a strong individual. Yeah. Um, and now when it comes down to, let's say, uh, networking and meeting people, right? Yeah. One of the things that I was... Uh, that I that I found to be a little bit different about myself than other people that would go to like seminars and, and listen to like even podcasts like this, right? Yeah. Is that I always thought about not so much about the practicalities, like, yeah, that's there. And I and I understood that, right? Okay, this is a, a language pattern that I can use to get this sale or to make this person think a certain way. Okay, mm -hmm. this is a question that I can ask to maybe shift her, his perspective. But mm -hmm. understanding why you're asking that question understanding who's asking understanding um what's important about that question to him and why he would want to know uh and, and just to keep it uh you know simple to you guys instead of just listening to like oh what should i say to this girl and just waiting for that message and then just copy and paste it it would be better for you to understand how the person thinks that's teaching you these things so that you can now adopt his mindset and his way of thinking and why he thinks the way that he thinks so that now you can create your own systems and you can create your own lifestyle because that's sustainable that other shit you're always going to need your hand held and you're not a fucking man if you're doing that so yeah you know that's when it comes out to networking is very important and when i talked about getting in the right rooms listen i was going to real estate events real estate networking events i was just showing up I didn't know what I was going to learn. I didn't know who the fuck was going to be there. I just showed up because again, it goes back to that point. You don't know what you don't know. So stop trying to know what you don't know. Cause you're never going to fucking know. Just go in that room. You'll hear something. Oh shit. I never thought about that. Damn. Now, man. now things start to make sense. But if you're not in the presence of opportunity, you'll never fucking know. Stop trying to figure it out all by your fucking self. Show up and, and allow yourself to emerge in the knowledge and the intelligence that is in the space that you're in if you don't change your space it's always going to be the same so damn it, it it sounds basic as shit for for you and i for example but damn man for some people this this is just pure gold baby you know what i'm saying like this is this is great because just that alone to show up right there's a lot of people that should i go should i not go i mean i don't know shut the fuck up and just go to show up that alone will start creating a lot of opportunities or, 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 you know, your mindset will start to shift. So that, that's, that's just gold, man. Now I want to talk about, let's, let's get more into, into sales, bro, or into business. Like how much of your business would you say that, that you got it from, from sales, like for, from the, from a sales perspective, from a sales salesman position right because because i know there's again like i said at least here in mexico right there's i've seen a lot of people that are ashamed of being a salesperson right they're like ah oh, no nah. they, they, they want to have like the degree oh no i'm a doctor but this is this is a, a a new thing no this this is not my my real job i'm like brother if you say that you're not committed it goes back to what you first said right you have, you have to be committed so how much of the success that you have and you keep building every day would you adhere or, or I, I don't know the word would you 
say that comes from being a salesperson? All of it. All of it. <laughs> Dang, All yeah. Of it. All of it. Because here's the thing, bro. Um, one of the things that I get from my client is, yo, Jose, like you can chill out. Like you don't have to wear a suit every time you show us a house. And I'm just like, I'm just like, look, I know I don't have to, but it's just who I am. This is, this is what I like to do. So then, uh, it is so funny. Like the comments that you would get, like, uh, I was showing a house and, 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 uh, you know, some people be like, oh, like, if you're going to be dressed like this, you better be showing me houses more often. Like just, it's so funny how like people just appreciate the aesthetics of when you show up and you, and you present yourself, you know, like you're an important person because people will know that you're an important person first to yourself which will then make them feel like you're important, right? So then you gotta show up like you're important, right? The other day I was uh, I was gonna go out, or I did go out, but before I went out, I was like, man, like, you know, I, I don't know if I wanna dress up tonight. I don't, I, maybe I should just, you know, go out and, and maybe fucking wear some bullshit shorts or like some sweats or some shit. And then I thought about fashion police. I'm like- Yeah, I'm glad you I can't get caught slacking, bro. So then I went upstairs, even though I just didn't, I was fucking tired for whatever fucking reason. I mean, you work out twice a day and you do a bunch of shit. That's normal. You get used to it. But I was like, nah, you know what? That's bullshit because that I would be feeding the same side that wants me not to be successful. So let me dress up. Let me present myself as a man that is important. And uh, people take, people take note of that, right? People take note of that. So, and, and, and also one last thing that I'll say about a salesperson right yeah. you got to be proud of being a salesperson you have to own I, that shit because yeah. the example of let's say for example like jordan belford right yeah. um when you, see the, when you see the movie uh the wolf of wall street and towards the end he's like sell me this pen sell me this yeah. pen and like the first guy you said like oh well this pen is this this and that and it's like yeah. no go to the next person sell me this pen oh well th this pen is great because blah 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 <laughs> that's similar to yes. people in my field in real estate will be like, oh, well, uh, what makes you a great agent? Oh, well, the reason I'm such a great agent is because, you know, I have this kind of marketing plan and I could do this and, and you know, this, this and that. And what they forget is that you have to understand the client first to see if he's a good fit for your product. Mm. So the whole point of, you know, sell me this pen is so that you can start to ask him questions and say, okay, well, are you in the market for a pen? Now you're understanding if you're selling to the right person, what the person needs. If you need to refer this person to somebody else, you're now a true salesperson because what a true salesperson does is he cares about the person that he's in front of and he sees what solution he can provide to that individual. Listen, I got a call today from some yeah. random fucking number. And, uh, he, and I, I listened to the voice message and he was like, Hey, Hey, Brian, I, I just, I'm calling you because I need a plumber. And you know, I just want to give you a call because you know, blah, 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 whatever. I'm like, plumber, who the fuck is this guy? Right. The fuck you think you're talking to? Right. So yeah. So I ended up picking up, I ended up calling him back. No, no, actually before I called him, um, I saw where he lived and it was near my area. So I ended up calling my plumber up. Right. And his name is Nelson. I was like, yo, Nelson. Hey brother, we haven't talked in a while. How, how you doing? Okay, you're still in business, right? Okay, cool. I'm gonna have a client for you. I'm gonna call you back. Boom. So I called the guy back, and I'm like, hey brother. He he, he picked up. He's like, hey, this isn't Brian. I was like, no nah, man. Look, I'm. I, I don't know uh, why you thought I was Brian, but I'm a local yeah. real estate agent in the area. Are you still 
in need of a plumber. He's like, yeah, I've been calling people. They, they haven't been picking up, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, that's fine, man. I'll, I'll just refer you my plumber. I actually just got off the phone with him because I listened to your voice message and he's available right now. He's like, oh, okay, perfect. So I connected them. Nelson got business. He got his job done. I'm a salesperson because I help people with their fucking problems. Yeah, so yeah. now guess what's going to happen? Fast forward. If he ever needs anything in real estate, who the fuck is he going to call? It ain't going to be Ghostbusters. I'll tell you that. He's going to call me. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't going to be fucking Ghostbusters, motherfucker. Damn. Dude, that's how, that, that's how I know. And amongst many other things, that's how I know you're a great communicator and a great salesperson, man. The first thing is you got to listen to your fucking customer. Listen to you guys. People are listening to these, man. Whether you're fucking driving to your fucking job or whatever the fuck or you're searching for a job first thing shut the fuck up show up listen to your fucking mentors and your fucking uh, clients they're gonna tell you everything man they're gonna sell themselves a good salesperson doesn't have to speak shit just a few right questions and they're like bam sold you know what i'm saying that that's beautiful and then another thing that you brought up also that is so true and this is my market and this is how i'm getting known now here in Mexico, because I've never expanded my business here in Mexico. I've, I've always been always there in America, you know, trying to expand my business over there to hear this, that. But now here's something that I'm pushing so hard for, 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 for this market. And still in America, of course, is the first sale is you, right? People first buy you and then they buy whatever the fuck you're selling, your product, your service, whatever the hell. So if you're looking like someone who knows to share a figure of authority, uh, someone they can trust, someone they, that they're listening, not only that they're going to remember you, even if they don't buy at first, right? Maybe they don't have the money, they're not the decision maker, they're not whatever the fuck, right? The stars are not aligned, shit, I don't know. But I bet you, Rassi, if you, if you set yourself apart from the herd, you look different from any other fucking realtor or all the fucking salesmen that are just waiting craving for the commission right like so needy right which is something that applies also in pickup in, in communication and, and and seduction and attraction persuasion if i go so thirsty to a woman oh please please let me let me let me go out with you please please just 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 the tip i mean come on man <laughs> that, that's not gonna fly you know you gotta you gotta know your value which is something that you said you qualify them why the fuck should i sell to you which I know that my product is the best. So explain to us a little bit more on that, on, on how, because for some people, this is still very new, right? And, and, and they don't know the difference between qualifying them and then listening to their problems. Because on one hand, it might seem like, oh, but you're, you're being so like, I'm better than you, right? Which is not like that. But I would like for you to explain yeah. to them, to my audience, the difference between qualifying them and then also being there present and listening to their problems. Cool. So I'll go through like, let's say for example, a sales scenario, right? Yeah. I'm on the phones and I'm speaking to a client that maybe their house just came off the market. Right. And my first line is, uh, hello, Joe. I was like, hi, yes. Who's this? Hi, Joe. This is Jose with eRealty advisors. I noticed that your property recently came off the market. And real quick, I just wanted to ask you when you're interviewing agents again for the job of actually getting this property sold, then they'll say something like, oh, well, uh, I'm not interested in selling, right? Let's say. So a lot of people will give up there and they'll be like, oh, okay, well, hey, thank you for your time. Have a nice day. However, me, I understand 
my product and I understand that he's probably saying that because he's categorizing me as maybe his previous experience that didn't get the property sold for him. That's what an expired listing is, just to give you guys some context. So then I go further and I ask him a question to qualify him. So then okay. I, the question would be, okay, well, hey, real quick before I let you go, are you not interested in selling your property at all? Like, are you uh, open to an offer or you're just not looking to list a property on the market? Yeah. So mm -hmm. now I'm creating a differentiator from, are you open to an offer or are you just, you know, not open to putting the house on the market? Because a lot of the times you're frustrated, right? And this is all about understanding your customer and understanding your audience. A lot of the times they're frustrated and they still do want to sell their house, but they don't want to list it on the market again because of the previous experience that they had with that agent. And because yeah. I'm calling them and I'm a real estate agent, they're immediately from the get-go going to qualify me as his previous agent or his previous experience. And it's yeah. my job as a salesperson to qualify him and, and, and also ask him the proper questions so that he understands that I'm not like his fucking last agent, right? So then what I would say is uh, he'll say something like, oh, no, well, I'm still open uh, to selling my property. I just don't want to list it, you know, with an agent. It's like, okay, well, hey, I mean, I'm taking a look at your house. You got a beautiful home here. How come you're looking to sell? So I'll ask him a question like that. Uh, and notice my tonality, right? That's the tonality of, you know, I'm a reasonable guy, right? Like, hey, I'm just <laughs> yeah, fucking, like, what's going on here, bro? Like, I'm so what is what does this communicate to the subconscious? Oh, shit, like. This is how people communicate with me when they're just curious and they're not really looking to harm me or threaten me. They're just, you know, like, oh, like, what's going on, bro? Like, helping me. Somebody that wants to help me, right? Yeah. So then uh, they usually answer uh, very positively to that versus, oh, well, how come you're looking to sell your property? Which yeah. is like, why the fuck do you care, bro? You know, so that's the difference. <laughs> that's the difference. So tonality is a very big thing. But uh, so now I asked them that, that question. They're like, oh, well, I'm actually looking to sell because I want to be in Florida because my, my sons are there. You know, I want to be closer to them and I'm also building a house over there. Okay, great. So it sounds like based on what you just said, and I'll re repeat and affirm everything they just told me, you want to be in Florida because your sons are there and you're also building a house. Am I correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, great. And what's your time frame on being in Florida by? Oh, I want to be there within the next 30 to 60 days, but you know, my agent didn't get the job done. So I don't know what I'm going to do now, blah, blah, blah. So now I'm listening. Right. Mm -hmm. like, well, Joe, let me ask you real quick. What were you expecting from your previous agent that he didn't do that you would expect from your next agent when you hire them for them to actually do? That's then they'll say, oh, well, you know, I would expect them to, you know, obviously get the household, communicate more, blah, blah, blah. So now he's qualifying himself to me and I'm listening to everything that he's saying. And because I'm listening to everything that, I, that he's saying, now I understand he's selling himself to me. Now I understand yeah. exactly what the fuck I have to do to get myself in that door. Oh, okay. So it sounds to me like, obviously you're looking for somebody that can get the job done, get the property sold, is going to uphold their promises. Um, and somebody that's going to communicate. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. Perfect. So based on everything you just said, it sounds like we're on the same page. Why don't we go ahead and get together for 10 or 15 minutes, see if we're the right fit for each other and go from there. When are you available? Thursday at four o'clock or maybe Tuesday at six, just for a quick chat. Yeah. Boom. So I qualified him by understanding if he's on the market, even though he offered me some resistance in the very beginning saying, oh, like I'm not interested. The reason why I still went forward is because I understand as a salesperson, as a competent salesperson, that a lot of people would say that because they either want to brush you off the phone 
they're yeah. qualifying you maybe as the last person that they spoke with that they didn't fucking like or they're looking at you as their previous agent which is false because the experience that you can provide them can be completely different from the experience that their previous agent provide them so yeah. i want to create that distinction but before i create that distinction i want to understand who the fuck was his previous agent why he feels the way he feels towards that you know what he's looking you know if he if he were to hire an agent how he would qualify them what would he expect from them that way i understand his mental maps and what he's looking for so that then now i can say okay well it sounds to me like we're on the same page based on everything you just said now i'm just repeating everything that he said because people are less likely to go against their own word once they say it that's why it's so important to ask them these questions so that when they qualify themselves to you now you understand what product to sell them and how to sell them and, 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 and i bet after you're off the phone with them they're like what the fuck did just happen man like damn they're like having a a, a brain shorter like like damn what the fuck just happened man like this guy just sold me damn <laughs> that, that that's great communication bro you're right fucking right I, well, you know I, you, yeah go ahead go ahead no i was just gonna say what i get a lot is like like listen you know i talked to 15 different other agents and i don't know why but it feels right and you know let's let's get together but i i can't promise anything because nobody's hey. doing this. everybody's just well listen i could do this for you and i could do that for you before listening first writing down the notes and then making it important letting them know that what what their situation is and what their goal is is also important to you and you have the solution but find out first what the fuck the problem is yeah exactly listen to them and ask the right questions and then you give them the solution or you refer them to someone who has the fucking solution who doesn't want to have that a person that can a, a person that can solve problems everyone wants some someone like that because we live in a society that there's a bunch of pussies that don't want to take a decision they don't even know what the fuck to order a goddamn restaurant they're like what do you want uh, I, I don't know Motherfucker, make a decision right so when you're in a presence who some would with someone you're with someone that leads everyone loves a leader right because they're like oh man he's showing me how to do it and he's doing it for me that's great take my money do it for me and i've done it as well i'm a leader right but i let people leave me on certain situations what i don't know shit about i don't know but real estate for example i'm buying my first property actually i just bought it and i'm, I'm living on, on january and i don't know shit about it right so okay do the goddamn thing man just leave, leave me be a leader because i don't want to go through the whole fucking thing because I, I don't want I, I don't have the interest and i don't want to know anything about that shit. so i'm giving you the money and the and the, and the lead the, the space for it so for you to become a leader so that's why as salespeople also people don't understand that we're leaders we're leading them that's what we're figures of authority where we're teaching you motherfuckers how to you know this, this is what you want this is the the problem and this is the solution right you want you, you want to solve this shit. so that's important man now i want to ask you something two things how many phone calls well actually three things man first of all because i'm being basic as shit, man for, for people listening to this i'm being super basic because for us dude i'm just realizing that this is so normal for us but it is not normal right for for, for the right for for the majority of people they're like what how do you do it what the fuck just happened whatever man looks like you might need to call ghostbusters bro <laughs> Fuck them, man. I'll just say this shit and I ain't got shit on me, man. <laughs> and um, so being basic, right? Most people, they are afraid of making a phone call. They're like, ah, 
for example, here, people I'm training, they don't believe in, in, in cold calls. They believe in warm calls. I'm like, man, what the fuck are you talking about? You have, a, you have any idea how many business you're losing because you're afraid of picking any random fucking number and just dialing and going through the speech and shit. So that's the first question. And then how many phone calls do you make uh, on, on a regular business day? And then do you think that people are watching you while you're making a phone call? Yes. That, those yes. are the three questions, bro. Cool. So um, the first one is how many phone calls I make throughout the day? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. How, how many phone calls, man? How important so, it is for you and your business to make phone, phone calls? Yeah, cool. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you two answers to that because I have now hired VAs to, uh, to make the calls and I now train them to make the calls. So they make anywhere from fucking two to 3,000 calls a day, right? But when I first started, I was making anywhere from shit like, uh, like dials, anywhere from a thousand to 2000 calls myself. And that usually would look like from 8 AM to 12 PM, I would take a break, uh, between 12 and two to just do some administrative work and take a lunch. And then from two to five or sometimes six, seven, eight in the summer times when the light, you know, when the sun would still be out, yeah. I would either hit the phones or I would go door knock. Or I would go to fucking Home Depot. I would go to the mall, hand out cars, talk to people. Like that was what I fucking did. That's how I grew my business. A hundred percent of my business has been through cold approaches, cold calls, all that shit. Now, what ends up happening is because you've developed such a great relationship with these people, they start referring you, right? You start making more money. You start building your systems. You start onboarding, you know, whether it's VA, start building your team and now maybe you now now you've earned the right to talk to warm calls you've earned but don't ever think that you should be privileged or, or entitled to start with warm calls especially if you don't fucking know anybody when i started i didn't know anybody i was fucking 19 who who, who 19 year old in my fucking nobody was buying a house that was my age bro nobody but yeah here's the thing cold approaches even just fucking talk to everybody right but cold calls key i went i remember when i went to buy my first suit right at men's warehouse i was talking to the salesperson he was young i was young and i was like yeah man i just got into real estate don't ever be afraid of communicating about your business and what you do right i ended up selling his mama fucking house bro damn so yeah i'll sell your fucking mama house all right be careful <laughs> that's how you do business man so so don't be afraid of of engaging in conversations with just fucking anybody the cab driver the fucking cashier the waitress the everyone right that's something that most people there when they're in the suit or people don't wear a suit anymore but when they're in the job they're like okay let me put on my my sales uh, uh suit on and make the phone calls this is this is this is not a, something that, that is on or off right at least for people like you and i we're on all the time yeah. I'm always thinking about business and I'm talking to you and then I know I can sell you some shit or I can do some business with you. And I'm always thinking like that. And most people are not like that, right? They're kind of afraid. So what advice would you give to them? Yeah. So, um, a hundred percent, I'll give you guys a, so before that, I want to, I want to answer those three questions you asked. Yeah. So the last question was that actually you answered the first two, because it was 
some some businesses here they they don't think it's important anymore to do call approach and and I'm battling with them like motherfuckers you have no idea how many business you're losing because you don't you don't um, create a system uh, on cold calls door knocking here man and I understand it because here in Mexico or in Latin America overall they are afraid of door knocking because of narcos because of I don't know man some bullshit like that but I always tell them and it goes back to what I teach with fashion right with style if you look the part if you look different they're not gonna do shit to you man I mean I know that we live in a fucking dangerous country in, in quotes but I mean I bet you have some s- stories like that has anybody pulled a gun on you I wouldn't say I wouldn't say a gun um I wouldn't or, say or, or, a gun on me yeah. but um I, I would say that the cops have came various times to to you know <laughs> Yeah, like, like, oh, like, you know, what are you doing here? Like, somebody called the cops, somebody suspicious, this and that. It's like, nah, man, what are you talking about? I'm just inviting everybody to the open house. Do you want to come? <laughs> that's like, that's that, you know. Yeah, yeah. so um, there's always ways to work around it, and you just have to want it, bro, because I feel like a lot of those people that make excuses, they're defending, yeah. they're defending, <clears throat> excuse me, they're defending that side of them that wants to be poor, that wants to stay broke, that doesn't want yes. to progress and, and excel in life versus defending the side that's actually going to make shit happen for them, mm. which is, Even- yeah, which is like, how can I, how can I make this work? You know, how yeah. is Pablo doing it? Let me ask him some questions. Maybe let me learn from him and let me, you know, see, yes. you know, from his guidance, what I can do. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's that. And then. And then the end- last question was, bro, uh, would you say that people when you call them they're watching you yeah so i would say yes i would say yes they're watching you i would say they're watching you because here's the thing and i'll tell you guys something i was i I was having a phone conversation with this lady and she's like a radio talk show host right so you would expect her to understand like you know communication all this shit, and she did right because she was very aware she was very aware of the conversation and she was like you know like I don't know what it is, but I just love talking to you. It always sounds like you're, it just sounds like you're smiling through the phone. I, I don't know if you know what I mean, but you, you just like one of those persons that I feel like you're smiling through the phone when I'm talking to you, you know, like I, it's really pleasant speaking with you. And she was a radio talk show host. So she obviously got trained in communication, sounding a certain way for what she does as a job. Right. So she's saying that because she's consciously aware, but imagine how many other people aren't consciously aware but unconsciously aware and mm. when you're sitting there talking like like you're fucking bored or like you're unhappy or like you're fucking depressed or like you're miserable who the fuck are you gonna sell like that you're not gonna sell to me i'm gonna think that you're suspicious i'm gonna think that there's something wrong with you i'm gonna think that you know the cookies that you just fucking sold me there's fucking poison in them so i'm gonna throw them out like it's not gonna be it's yeah. not gonna be authentic so a hundred percent bro a hundred percent. Yeah, I always tell them that, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you 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 know it as well. I mean, of course you know it, but uh, people are watching you, man, and that's why I tell them image is important. There's something called enclosed cognition, which is the psychology of your clothes. Beyond looking pretty, is how it makes you feel. The example would be shit, Superman and Clark Kent, right? That's the perfect example. Clark Kent is just a fucking average random yo. He's so insecure, his body posture and his fashion is like, oh, really so insecure, right? 
And then when he puts on the suit of, of Superman, his body posture changes and he's like, oh, I'm the shit. I'm going to save the world. But the person is always the same. I mean, he's, when he's Clark Kent, he's, he has his superpowers, right? But it is the persona. And your clothes, this is a psychological study, man, right? Your clothes enabled you to actually buy the, the, the part, right? You buy the part. Man, I am successful. Boom. And it's almost like you're putting on that, that Superman costume and you believe it. And the more your, your subconscious mind believes that you are whatever the fuck you are, right? Through your clothes, it's in clothes cognition. I highly recommend everyone listening to this too. Search for it. Do your, your, your research on enclosed cognition. Man, I've done seminars on it. I've done books on it. I, pff, shit. Just go to my fucking YouTube and you'll see a lot of shit on enclosed cognition because that's very important. So when you're talking on the phone, man, when, when I'm teaching these young people and they're like, how do you do it? I'm like, motherfucker, this is, this is something. That's why we train, which is the next thing that I want to talk about with you, man. How much do you train your, your team or how much did you train before you became super successful with your business? Uh, role playing and, you know, making maybe phone calls before, like warming up and all that shit. This is something that most people and businesses over here that I'm, and I'm coaching them, they don't do that on a daily basis. So I'm going to get your input, man. Yeah, bro. I love that you brought this up because yeah. I'm going to say something that a lot of people probably don't say. And, uh, besides like, let, let me tell you first, the, the, the regular answer, which would be two hours a day role play. That's what I was doing. Two hours a day role playing with my team. And, and when I, when I was, you know, the ones that was on the front line, making those cold calls, I would be doing two hours a day in the morning. So, uh, in the morning I would do from seven to eight, I would do an hour. And then in the afternoon, I would also <clears throat> incorporate an hour for, uh, yeah. for role play. so besides that. I want to give you guys a step further than that. Uh, Pablo mentioned something that's very important that you're mm -hmm. always on. You're always on. You never turn it off. Never. So when you learn things from, let's say, Pablo, when he's communicating with you about filler words, for example, right? And we all understand that when you remove the uhs and the ums and the, oh, you know, you know, like all those things your communication is more clear. You're more transparent. You're easier to listen to people. You're just more pleasant to be spoken with and listened to. So that's a huge improvement in your communication. And people are going to just gravitate towards you because of that. Instead of saying ums and uhs, you're, you're taking the pauses, right? Because you're, you're self-assertive. Now you're certain of what you're saying and you don't mind collecting your thoughts and communicating as you go, because it actually shows that you're very secure in your communication, right? So just the fact of listening to something like this, what a lot of people would make the mistake of is they would take something like that and they would be like, okay, well, I'm making the calls from here to there. So I'm only going to practice this here versus knowing that you're communicating with people all throughout the fucking day. Might as well adapt to that character, adapt to that person that becomes that person because that's how you're going to be successful when you're communicating with your fucking brother when you're communicating with your girlfriend your wife whoever you know something that will make your communication better so because you know that it will make your communication better why not just practice it throughout the whole day so that you can become a better person now when it, when you come to the phones it's not necessarily 
something that you have to think about. It's just who you are. So aim more towards becoming that person and practice. Obviously dedicate some time to practice, right? So for me, I did two hours of role play, but shit, when I was making the calls anywhere from six hours to eight hours a fucking day, that I'm, I'm still practicing my communication, yeah, right? Yeah. Right. So for me, it's listen, I did two hours minimum. Okay. That's what I did. And it worked very well for me. Practice it throughout the whole day because you're only going to become a better communicator. Yeah. Yeah. You're fucking right, man. So now to begin to wrap it up, man, uh, Dude, there's something that I've been hearing a lot over here, and I, I want to say it to you and, and listen to your thoughts. Dude, some fucking salespeople, especially in Latin America, bro. Uh, I mean, you're from, I think your family's from Puerto Rico, right? You, you've been no, there? Bro. I'm Dominican no. as fuck. God damn shit. Where's my go at? You're going to slap me, man. I'm Dominican, baby. No, don't, don't confuse me, man. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. In, 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 if I offended anybody, I'm fucking glad. Fuck y'all. <laughs> All y'all look alike. Nah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dude, uh, no, no, no. With Latins, man, you see, if you ever come to fucking Cancun or some beaches over here, some, some beaches in Mexico, you'll see it. You'll see it. You'll see what I'm talking about. There's a sales, in quotes, a salesperson at every fucking corner trying to sell you some shit, but you know that they're shady. They're trying to get at you. They're trying to hustle you. You know what I mean? You feel unsafe or you, you're fed up with it because you know that everyone is trying to get your money. Can't I have a fucking nice meal with my girl and shut the fuck, leave me the fuck alone? You can't, man. In Mexico, you can't. You are in a fucking restaurant and there's someone who's, can I play you a song? And then there's another, hey, can you, do you want to buy, buy some gum? And then, oh, please give me some money every single fucking time. So there's a saying that I've been listening here with business businesses that people don't like being sold. People like to buy. So this is something like a, a limiting belief that I'm that I'm seeing that that's why they're afraid of saying, hey, I'm a salesman. And yeah, you know, so what do you think about that? People don't like being sold. They just like buying. So you have to be kind of like sneaky about it. What do you have to say about that? Nah, brother, I would say even on the opposite, you know, a mm -hmm. lot of people are actually afraid to buy sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're afraid of making the other person feel uncomfortable by asking for something, right? Yeah. So you could either go the other way and say like, people are fucking afraid to buy. And if you don't ask, you don't get, right? Ooh. So for me, bro, no, I, I, I definitely think it's a limiting belief. And again, it's just like, I was at fucking Home Depot, right? Talking to people because I was providing value. You know, yeah. I was there to see, I understand that if this person doesn't want to buy my service, it's okay because the person that does is going to be very grateful that I was there on that day and made it happen. That's mm -hmm. my mindset when I go into it. So how many no's do I have to go through to get to that? Yes, because mm -hmm. I believe in my product. I believe in what I'm selling. So I understand that the value is here. And by me asking all the proper questions, I'm going to sell my product to the right people. So yeah. that's, oh, man. that's, that's, that's fucking beautiful, man. And then last but not least, what advice would you give to young people that are trying to start a business or maybe buy a property like you did, man, what would be like steps or what would be like the first advice? Like, Hey man, 
you want to get your money right, do this, do that, or you know what I'm saying? Because there's people that are hungry and that they are listening to me and they're listening from everywhere, man. Now, the other day I was watching out my fucking st stats and there's people in fucking Uruguay, shit like South, South, South America, the people in fucking Spain, fucking Germany, like you guys know that you're hungry for, for, for money and shit. So what advice would you give them to start your business? Like, like you are, right? You're helping people. I see you. I see you every day. You're helping other people becoming successful, successful, building businesses, building a network. So what advice would you give them? Yeah. Find out what solution you can bring to the marketplace and start mm -hmm. solving as many fucking problems as you possibly can. Period. Dang. That's all, that's all that you need because there are so many millionaires and billionaires in so many different fucking industries. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, Hey, like do this because I know what I did for real estate. Right. But that's because I understood the solution that I had to bring into the marketplace. I understood what was in my bucket. Right. However, everybody's different. Right. Maybe you're an incredible musician, right? Maybe you're, you're whatever it would be for you. Right. However, if you don't start applying yourself today, you're never going to fucking do anything in life. You're just going to keep scrolling by life and not accomplishing anything. Find out what you're good at. And the only way that you can find out what you're good at is by going out into the world and providing a service. Whatever that service is, just fucking do it, right? I have a friend of mine that's buying watches and reselling them. Cool, right? I have, uh, there's, there's fucking people that are even wrapping Christmas presents for others for money, right? Like there's so many things that you can get creative with. When I was a fucking kid, bro, I didn't even mention this. When I was nine years old, eight years old, I was going out to the street selling fucking chocolates to random people on the streets. I went to a fucking bodega, bro. This is how naive I was. I went to a bodega. I went to a store that already yeah. had the same fucking chocolates that I had and try to sell them fucking chocolate. <laughs> like that's was, fucking dope. Yeah, so I would say like, you know, just find out what solution you have to offer and what value you can bring to the table. And here's the thing, like if you don't start doing something now, you'll never know. Like for example, I've been boxing for mm. I've been boxing for about two and a half years, three years. I really say two years because I started working with a gym that has helped me out a lot two years yeah. ago. But I've been boxing, let's just say two years. And when I started, I knew that I wanted to do something for myself because I wanted to build myself up as a man so that I can defend myself. I can become more aware. So, but I didn't, I didn't see myself teaching classes or, or helping out my other brothers, you know, learn boxing. Now, every weekend I, I host uh, a tactical boxing session here at my house for anybody that wants to learn on Saturdays, that's the tactical boxing. And then on Sundays, we do sparring sessions, right? So I didn't know that I was able to provide that solution into the marketplace until I started doing something, right? So start fucking doing something, whatever that is, run with it. Again, you don't have to stick to it through the rest of your life. I was doing that multi-level marketing bullshit. I didn't, I, I'm not there right now. I was being a waiter at Dave and Buster's selling food, selling what they had on the menu. That's a sales job, right? I was providing a specific solution to the market, but I'm not there right now, but I started somewhere. And because I decided to take that first step, more opportunities presented itself. So that's what I would say.
yeah man that's that, that's fucking great advice man so uh either way i'm gonna share all your fucking uh, links and, and and all that but would you mind uh you know just explaining a little bit on on your movement build from pain for anybody that is listening that might be interested yeah absolutely so the build from pain movement is an all-encompassing movement where we talk about three pillars mainly right health relationships and wealth it's a men's only movement and we focus on filling in all the buckets because it's not just about making a shit ton of money but being in shitty health it's not yeah. just about being great health but being broke as fuck and not being able to help people around you that you want to help it's not just about you know having amazing relationships but not understanding how to leverage those relationships right it's everything encompassing in one when it comes down to business sales all that shit, women we talk about it all and it's a safe haven or a sacred environment where we as men can have a conversation about real life problems because we as men we understand that nobody fucking takes us serious when we when we got shit going on but if you're in a position where you're with a group of brothers and we understand that you're sharing that situation because you want to become better and that's why you're here we're gonna fucking help you we're gonna help you get to the next level so you know that's what the bill from paint movement is and if you want to find out more about how to find me, jrod underscore eight four five. That's my Instagram, and that's also you know I'm on TikTok and YouTube and all that other shit. But yeah, are, are, you, are you on TikTok, bro? Yeah, I didn't know, man. Damn, come on, man. I'm gonna follow you right now. <laughs> yeah, bro. I actually <laughs> recently started it. So. Yeah, me, me too. It's been like shit, like fucking six months or some shit like that, and I've gotten a couple of sales out of that, so it's working, right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Is, so, it, is, is, is it the same? Yeah, J Rod underscore eight four five. Eight four five. Boom! There you go. Shit. No, no, no. You're not. <laughs> Where are you, man? Damn. That ain't, that ain't that ain't me, bro. That ain't me. But I'm. Yeah, that you. That's the same. It's the same as my Instagram. You should be able to find. Okay. It. I'll do it. I'll do it afterwards, man. But I'm I'm, I'm going to start following you because yeah, you're you're everywhere, and I love your your build from pain movement because I've been there. Uh, you you've uh, invited me as a guest speaker and shit, and that's amazing because we don't see that enough enough of that in today's society, especially with men helping young men. We need more men in today's world. Just look at how the world is, and it is because we don't have enough men, true men, leading the way. And this is something that a lot of people do not understand or they don't want to see it and they're just oh yeah whatever the fuck and the fact that you're taking the time to build more men and they are going to build even more men that's beautiful man so i round of applause i fucking love it man thank you for being here brother i mean it's appreciate your time appreciate your mindset and everything that you just shared with us it's beautiful man everyone that wants to hear a little bit more on on his mindset if you agree with him just go follow him on his fucking Instagram or TikTok because every day you're dropping content. Every day you're inspiring or doing something that people are like, whoa, what, what the fuck is this guy doing, man? Like, what? I, I, I want to know more, right? It's almost like an invitation when you're, you know, with your cigars and you're at a fucking beautiful restaurant. I'm like, man, what the fuck is this guy doing? I want to know more about that. And that's beautiful, man. So I appreciate your time, bro. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for having me on. Any other time I'm here. And I look forward to seeing you again and doing something in person with you, brother, whether it's yeah, whatever, bro, I'm here. And I appreciate you as a teacher, as a friend. And 
shit bro let's let's keep doing let's keep making money and let's keep doing what we have to do as men all right yeah man so thank you man so this has been the fashion metrics podcast you already know you can follow me at pablomentor.com or at pablomentor that's my that, that that's my my all our social media that's my handle and you get your your shit right you become a better version of yourself right thank you everyone for listening